Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't hear anything. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Welcome to Mr. Reticle, where we take a theoretical approach to solving mysteries. I'm JP. And I'm Lynn. Is that it? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so giddy on up and join us for this week's Mr. Reticle, Lee Ochi. Cool. I don't know what any of that means. It's the disappearance of Lee Ochi. Okay. Cool. Who's Leochi? <laughs> well, I'm about to tell you. I'm so excited. Um. So. Yeah. I have a script ready. I'm so <gasps> I'm excited. So excited. Yay! I if started, not, I have two. I started. I know. I started writing it and I was like, oh, okay. I and then like I started getting into the details and I was like, oh, I do know this one actually. Um, oh, which is a good one. It yourself. is a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did know it and it has been done on other podcasts, but not for like the last three years, probably. Great. Love it. I haven't been listening to any podcast, so I know nothing that anyone has done. <laughs> I've been listening to Case File. That's pretty much it. And then I started oh, nice. listening to another one. I forget what it was, but I have not even tried the Kim Kardashian one. I was like, oof. No, not even. I started kind of listening to Buried Bones, which is like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul Hole's new one. I do like that one. All right, ready? Wait, I'm not even recording anywhere. Are you recording? Any market set go. Yeah, I started recording oh, before so you even showed up. Look at you. So you can just send it to me? Yeah. Great. I'm ready then. Let's do it. Okay. I think. Ooh. Yeah. Let me know if I mess up anywhere. It's been a minute. I'm- I don't know. <laughs> Tupelo, Mississippi. Ooh. Birthplace of Elvis. Okay. Um, it's August 1992. I was one. Were you? I was yeah. six. Um, Hurricane Andrew was coming to town. Um, Andrew was a Category 5 hurricane, and um, that's, like, one of the most devastating. Um, yeah. It yeah. was, um, it hit Louisiana really, really hard. <clears throat> um, but at the time of our incident, mm-hmm. um, it was downgraded to um, a category four. So okay. lots of wind, rain, tornadoes. Um, and like with hurricanes, there's bands of rain that like, um, so, like the way that the tornado is, it's like a spider, right? Think of it as yes. a spider with like more than eight legs, probably. Gross. <laughs> and the legs just keep swinging around and those legs are like bands of rain. So like like spinning a spider on a pencil, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't like any of that, but okay. <laughs> so Lee um, Ochi, let's talk a little yes. bit about her first. Um, she yes. was born August 21st, 1979 in Honolulu. Um, uh-huh. Her parents were in the army. That's where they met. Um, okay. And so like she was in Honolulu on like the, I don't know, reserve something there. I don't know. Um, There's she military was, there. Makes sense. Born there, um, but moved to Tupelo um, a little bit later. So she's a blonde 13-year-old girl. Um, she recently turned 13 um, at the time of our incident. So, like, our 
stuff takes place on August 27th, and that's like a week after her 13th birthday. Okay. So fresh teen. Okay. She loved horses. Um, mm. And summer break was like ending, so she was getting ready to go to her school's open house that day with her grandmother. And so for the first time ever, she was staying home by herself. So, excuse me. So exciting. Yeah. Um, but also like. And I'm also not excited so about much. going. I know. I hear this <laughs> so great. much though. Like it's the first time I ever let them alone. And then like. Something bad happened. Devastation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so she was actually just staying home for a few hours, um, while her mom went to work and then, uh, like in between that and her grandparents picking her up for the open house. Yeah. Um, so she, at the time of the incident, she was living with her mom, Vicky. Um, her father, Donald was living in Alexandria, Virginia on an army post. Um, they had divorced shortly after Lee was born. So like, I think she was probably like two or three when they, when they separated or divorced. Yeah. Um, and Vicky uh, had remarried, but was recently separated from her husband, Barney. Okay. Not a purple dinosaur. Okay. So that was um, my next question. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you see the creepy animations of the new Barney show? No. Don't Google it, but Google it. Um, well, now I don't want to Google it. It's creepy. The Barney guy is weird. Like weirder than the, than the costume. Than the original. I mean, the costume's fine. Yeah. Did you Google it? No, I'm trying to figure out something. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay, so August 27th. Well, now let me Google it. <laughs> Hang on. New Barney animation. Is it animation? Yeah. I'm scared. Oh, God. Yeah. Not a fan. No. <laughs> no, I guess. Mm-mm. Um, okay, August 27th, 1982. Ready? Yeah, I am ready. I was ready then, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that morning, as mentioned, Lee's mom, Vicky, Vicky mm-hmm. Felton, um, reluctantly went to work at 7.40 a.m. Reluctantly because she didn't want to leave Lee alone, um, especially mm-hmm. with, like, the hurricane hitting and stuff. And really, like, it was, um, like, right before a strong band was hitting, but I don't think they, of rain, was going to hit. Um, but yeah. I don't think they knew that at the time. So, yeah. She leaves for work. She works a mile and a half away. <clears throat> it's not far. Um, and a strong band of Wayne, of Wayne, of mm-hmm. rain swept across the town. So she called home to check on Lee. Um, and they had like a phone pattern where they would call. Mom would call. It would ring two times. She would hang up. She would call again. And then like Lee knew. Then Lee knew. Okay, it's mom. I yeah. need to answer the phone. But no answer. Like she did it multiple times. No answer. Yeah. And this was around 8.30 a.m. So it had only been like 45 minutes since she left the house. Mm. So mom quickly left work and drove the mile and a half back to the house. So um, this is never leave your kids for any moment ever, whatsoever. Ever. Okay. Wait until they're 21. Yeah. Or own. Even then. <laughs> a weapon of some sort. Yeah. Um. She quickly left work and drove back. Um, she pulled into the driveway and noticed that the garage door was open. And the light was on. And so the light was one of those um, garage lights that turns on when the door goes up or down. Or like yeah. if there's some, I think sometimes they, I don't know if it was back then, but I know that now they have it. Like if there's motion in the garage, it'll turn on. Yeah. But back then I feel like it was just a fit. It went up or down. And then it would click off after right. like a certain amount of time. Like three minutes yeah. probably. Yeah. 
um, it, like enough time to get out of your car, get your stuff out of your car and everything yeah. and, and go in and then it clicks off. Um, yeah. so it's on the lights on. So obviously within the last three minutes, the garage door had gone up. Yep. Um, so Vicky ran inside, um, but she saw in the garage, she saw like blood. There was like smears of blood. Maybe then, her cat caught a rat. Mm-hmm. Um, so she sees, then she's walking through the hallway and she sees smears of blood on the wall and pools of blood on the floor, uh, on the floor outside of the, of like, um, Lee's bedroom door. Yep. And then in the door frame as well. Mm. Okay, um, so like on cat. the door frame, right? Cats don't do, cats don't do that. <laughs> then there was also a bloody nightgown in the hamper. Mm. And Lee's favorite blanket was crumpled on the floor. Vicky, like, ran around the house looking for, like, calling out for Lee and just making sure, like, seeing what else was there. Um, Sorry, how old was Lee again? 13. 13, okay. And she found more blood at the back door. Mm-hmm. So she ran outside the back door, nothing outside, like nothing out, out back. Um, so she called 911. Following the trail, at least. That's yeah. It. So she called 911. Police show up, no signs of Lee or anything. So they start to investigate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they find no signs of forced entry, but did find more blood in the bathroom as if someone had like gone to clean up the crime scene. Yeah. Um, so like the blood was kind of smeared everywhere. Okay. Um, but there were no towels or rags like from the cleanup. Okay. So, the, um, so they took them with them. Right. Or got rid of them somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also missing from the house were Lee's shoes, a pair of shorts, a pair of underwear that were new that she'd recently received for her birthday, and a sleeping bag. So like if you take the blood out of the equation, it looks like she ran away because she like right. has clothes in a sleeping bag, right? Right. And like clean clothes. Right. New clothes, too. Like new clothes. Yeah. So bloodhounds, um, they bring in the bloodhounds, even though, like, it's raining and stuff. Um, They bring in the bloodhounds, um, search the neighborhood, search fields, forests, like, stuff nearby. But there was no trace of Lee, which could have been attributed to the rain. Like, the rain could have yeah. washed her scent away. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. So police determined like from lee's nightgown that the blood came from a head or neck wound just because it like dripped down onto the gown Mm -hmm. from above and all of the blood that was found was type o which is lee's blood type like back then the rare one no well o negative i think is the rare no one's an official donor yeah i think O negative is the donor, like the one that can donate to anybody because it blends in with any kind of blood. But O positive is like, it's not rare. I think AB or something is rare. AB negative or something. I don't know. Don't quote me. I'm not a scientist. I always picture, I'm a scientist. I always picture. um, (laughs) Not an official one. No, just in my mind. Um, In the staircase when Dr. Henry Lee does the blood splatter like mm-hmm. when you said it lays like dripping down on right. them like that's, that's all they I figured picture it out. is him doing the blood splatter analysis yeah it was so interesting anyway it really is keep going so yeah. you can see like the patterns and everything yeah uh, and then be like it was a cough or it was a splatter this way or right. it went this direction or this or it just like pooled or it like it's just so fascinating was that mine you good was there what? Internet out? I don't know. 
mine like glitched a little bit. Um, okay. Speaking of blood splatter, mm-hmm. it, it, police also determined that like the blood found in the um door frame, you know, um, like yeah. it, it looked like somebody had maybe smashed her like uh, that she had hit her head on the door frame, and that's yeah. where the blood started, and then smeared along the walls, and Lyra pools like a blood throughout the house. Mm. Lee's dad. Let's talk about him. His name is Donald. Oh, yeah, we haven't mentioned him yet. Donald. He was living in Virginia at the time on an army base. Um, he secured oh, leave yeah. um, to go help with the search. So mm-hmm. Vicki Felton, um, Lee's mom, called the dad. Vicki calls Donald on August 28th. So this is like the next day. Okay. And all she says is Lee's missing. It wasn't until like a few days later um, and when he learned about like the blood and that there was blood so, found. Are they still married and he's just on? No, because she was okay. married to Barney and oh, Barney right, right, and her right. were Sorry. separated. Yes. All good. Barney okay. and her were separated. It is a little confusing, but her, Barney and her were yeah, separated. I forgot about Barney completely. I think I dissociated from that. <laughs> yeah. Dad's completely out of the picture. Although okay. like. Um, I think Vicky went would like go and stay with him for like the summers and stuff. Not Vicky. I'm sorry. I was Lee. like, that's bizarre. But that so the daughter would. Okay. Right. Lee would go stay with him for like the summers or go okay. stay for like a couple weekends or something like that. that. Makes sense. Yeah. So he had no clue about the blood. Didn't know mm-hmm. until a few days later. Hey, there there was also blood, by the way. Yeah. That's... Um. Okay. September 9th, mm-hmm. nineteen ninety two. Vicky receives a mysterious package that's um, my cousin's birthday sorry keep going oh really yeah <laughs> um receives a mysterious package in the mail ad- addressed to barney okay the step strange yeah strange. um in the there was no return address on the package but it was postmarked from boonville which is 30 miles away so my brain automatically is saying someone's trying to get a ransom from barney yeah yeah i don't know what barney did to be honest like what he was doing professionally. Yeah. So he was a spy. Got it. Yeah. Um. So inside the package was Lee's glasses. So she wore glasses. Oh. Police tested the package, but there was no fingerprints or additional clues. Um. The seal, because remember, there's you know you have to seal the envelope by licking it, and you also have mm-hmm. to lick the stamps. Yeah. Um. They Unless can... you're smart and you use a sponge, get it together, murderers. I right. don't get it together. This is how we catch you, but. <laughs> So this person used a sponge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what murderer is out here licking things? It's so stupid. DNA wasn't minimum, even... Minimum effort, guys. Like DNA was so new at this time, though. So somehow... In the 90s? No, it wasn't. In the 90s? Ish. They could do more than we think they could back in the day. More than I more than yes. I think was like I possible. agree. I yes, agree. it has come a oh. long way since the nineties. But it wasn't like common knowledge that DNA, mm. especially from like licking something or anything like that, would especially in Mississippi. Um <laughs> you can cut that or leave it, it's whatever. I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> we could talk shit about this stuff. <laughs> Isn't Mississippi like one of the Bible Belt? Or, well, oh. yeah, but isn't it also one of the poorer states? So, like, mm-hmm. I'm assuming their education system is, like, granted, the education system in America, period, is pretty garbage. But yeah, if you're in a poor state, at least, like, the public schooling, I bet it's trash. Yeah. Unfortunately. 
Um, yeah. So the seals and the stamp were moistened with water versus saliva. Yep. Um, investigators believe it was mailed as a distraction. Um, so at this point, like, there's no confirmation that Lee is dead or alive or right. anything like that. We know but, nothing. Like, looking into this, there's also no ransom letter. It's just the glasses. Mm -hmm. um, and if it was an actual kidnapping, there likely would have been a, a ransom letter. Interesting. So, it's like, yeah. at this point, it's like, okay, we have, there's a couple of things it could be. It could be, like, a family member or someone like mm -hmm. that. There's no signs of forced entry. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then it could also be a kidnapping or someone intentionally went there to like murder her you know can i argue that it was barney yeah you can you can definitely argue that it was barney we'll get to Alleged. that i'm just thinking out we'll loud. get to that <laughs> we'll get to that okay i figured <laughs> so um now we're just going to talk a little bit about some rumors that were going around i mean this is mississippi okay. where would yeah. you be without rumor mills um in a small town Class yeah <laughs> Well, that Class is <laughs> in the South. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, classmates of Lee remember her showing up um, to class a few times covered in bruises. She mm -hmm. always claimed that this came from horseback riding. Did you ever ride horses? Yes. I had horses bruised? growing up. Um, probably. I don't, not specifically that I can remember. It's hard because I also danced all the time. So yeah, I am typically covered in bruises because of that so no if you would I feel like it would be on your like thighs if you're right. riding horses a lot because you're doing a lot and if you just do it like overdo it you're gonna bruise there's no like specification um, on where the bruises on our body were or if you anything. fall right yeah <clears throat> yeah well and why would anyone at school see your thighs like that's well this is mississippi so maybe but... they wore shorts like maybe that was more acceptable uh, if it's like hot yeah it's possible possible and she's 13 yeah. so i don't and this is august well no wait well we were talking about the end of the school year yeah i mean they could school, but it gets hot it gets hot at the end yeah. of the year yeah so it's po it's possible i'm not saying it's like super likely but it is possible so Lee's bruises, um, there were rumors that it was the stepfather abusing her. Okay. One of her friends allegedly caught Lee eating berries on the school playground one day. Um, and she warned Lee that the berries may be poisonous. Oh. Um like and, berries that she found in the woods, like <laughs> I don't know, just like random. So like, you know, sometimes there's but not now um yeah. but like back in the day they were never like really especially at my like um elementary school or my school during recess like there were woods everywhere you know yeah and we would go like explore them and stuff but um yeah they said i mean there were berry trees or berry bushes or whatever yeah. there um so they warned lee hey they might they might be poisonous Right. And um, Lee was like, well, I don't care. Maybe I want to die. And so that, like, I think that kind of feeds into, like, the abusive stepfather thing. Because, mm -hmm. like, sometimes people just don't care afterwards. Or, like, don't don't care about things. Mm -hmm. um, she did later claim that she was, like, joking about the comment. <sighs> so, like, I've done it before. Kids are dramatic. Yeah, I've probably could... done it before. And if I had an annoying friend that was telling me, hey, that might be poisonous. I might be like, you might be oh, like well, maybe I want to die just to get yeah. the fuck off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so 
it yeah. could like have just could go either up. way right right um who really knows yeah what are your thoughts before we get into suspects i want to hear it i definitely think it's i almost said bruce lee barney <laughs> it was bruce lee <laughs> <laughs> i well uh, i it's either again it's all alleged nothing's real <laughs> Bruce, not bruce can't spell that barney bruce. barney only because in my brain the whole like mailing a package labeled to him even though he doesn't live there and she's not his kid could be like a distraction right to be like, well, it's obviously not him because it's maybe he wanted him, her out you know? of the picture because Vicky might be like more willing to go back to him. Or... Yeah. Um, or maybe, maybe he showed up to get something or whatever and then ended up beating her and it went too far. And then he panicked and took her. Or, excuse me, maybe it's like, not him at all but someone that's like trying to blackmail him or get him for something so yeah. that they that's why they mailed it to him but they didn't do their research very well because it's like he doesn't live there anymore or isn't involved or whatever mm-hmm. I could that's see that. where my brain is or it's totally random but why would they label something to him and mail it to him so I think it has to do with him in some capacity right okay Let's explore this yeah. a little bit further. Yep. With suspects. I'm down. Let's talk about right. Vicky first, though. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yes. Before you say anything about Vicky, her not telling Lee's dad details right? is sketchy. It is sketchy. It's sketchy. Did you ever listen to um, the podcast Live and Die in LA? No. Oh, my God. One everyone listen to it it's so good free free promo right there it's so good season one's fascinating season two is fascinating um but in season two like and that one's really recent it's only like two or three years ago um the mom is like sketchy like she does things in a weird way which like you can't judge how people grieve or deal with situations because you don't know until you're in it so like there's that aspect but then there's also like but that was weird like it's still weird and that's what that made me think of think of yeah okay so So, yeah leah's dad felt the same way um yeah it was like vicky has something to do with this disappearance Mm -hmm. um vicky did take three polygraph tests which we know are bullshit yeah never take a polygraph um nothing to me i like the vanity fair ones that they do as celebrities but that's just because they're funny (laughs) (laughs) one was administered by like a local examiner with the police and two Others were administered by the FBI. Um, allegedly, okay. she failed all three. <gasps> all okay. of the all, but all of the evidence against Vicky was circumstantial, and she always denied having anything to do like with yeah. the disappearance. Well, I'm, um, I feel like if you take the reason, I feel like polygraph tests would be so unreliable. Is that the right yeah. word? 
is because you're in a high and it's your kid that's missing. Right. You're and she stressed. said the same thing to like news reporters and everything. Yeah. She was saying the same exact thing. She was like, well, if your kid went missing, like you would probably you would also. Too. Yeah. You'd be on high alert. You'd be scared that you're going to get accused of something you didn't do. You would already be upset and stressed. And. Yep. Yeah. Yeah um but so that means kind of nothing to me <laughs> she failed three of them same um but vicky also was a trained interrogator for the u.s army okay well now i feel a little bit <laughs> <laughs> what a good storytelling way to do that thank, thank nice you <laughs> that's lovely <laughs> like let me go on this rant for five minutes oh i completely changed my mind <laughs> Because only I feel like then you would know how to pass right. you got to be able to spot people lying and yeah. body language stuff. And you, like you're a good people reader. Mm. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know how I and feel. You, but also at the same time, you might, you might know like not to lick an envelope or not to right. lick a stamp. Right. 90s is primetime forensic files episodes. So. In 92, you think? Oh, maybe not. Let me look. Let me look. When did, I feel like they started in the 90s. 96. Oh. 1996. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, these are like the cases that were in it, you know? Yeah. We're early 90s. I guess the the big true crime thing would have been Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. That did start in the, in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if they would cover because forensic files is the ones that are like, we tracked them down with this garbage bag we found and we like traced it to the store and traced it to the pert like wild stuff that you're like, that's how do you get away with anything? Uh huh. <laughs> I know. Like Unsolved Mysteries doesn't get into all that. So. Mm -mm. I don't know. Unless like it has a lot to do with the case. Yeah. I don't know where that would be common knowledge from. The stamp licking? Yeah. Zodiac? Yeah. BTK? One of them did. I think it's Zodiac. No, because yeah. at that point they didn't have any anything on Zodiac. Um, but BTK yeah. probably, yeah. Yeah. Until he mailed his floppy disk. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. What was the first forensic case? Forensic murder case solved. Ever solved. In 1980s, okay. In 1987, the first case to go on, first case to go on trial using DNA evidence, um, was a 17-year-old British man accused of two local rape murders, who was cleared only after the DNA of 5,000 men identified the true perpetrator, Colin Pitchfork. What an unfortunate name, but okay. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. 1987. Wow. 1987. So that's, this is five years after 36. that. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's 36 years ago. Yep. Okay. Wow. Cool. Yeah. I never knew that. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I love history. Yeah. And science. I'm a historian and a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Just some passions of mine. <laughs> On the side, you know. Yeah. Um, so Donald, the real dad, bio dad. Um, yes doesn't believe that there would have been time for someone else to come into the house mm -hmm. after Vicky left, mm -hmm. kill Lee, do everything that happened at the house, and then leave. 
unless it was planned and she hired a hit person. He feels that Vicky killed Lee the night before, lied about the timeline. And then he also claims he knew Lee was dead um, the minute that Vicky called, even though she didn't mention the blood. Yeah. He also claims that he was told by locals when he was searching to look at her mother. I feel like there's more there for like, why did they get divorced? Was she cuckoo banana pants? Like, what was that? You know what I mean? Or maybe he was just a dickhole. And I mean, at this time, most likely (laughs) at this time, especially a white man is taken to be like, he is the pillar of trust and honor and you know um especially at this time so sorry i threw up in my mouth a little bit but yeah (laughs) that's the unfortunate history come on historian (laughs) i know but i still don't like it (laughs) and so like he can pitch all of these small town news people against vicky in that way that's true that is true vicky and barney had been have been since cleared of doing any wrongdoing any wrongdoing doing of of wrongdoing they didn't do anything yeah barney had an alibi at the time um probably work or something i don't know Uh um he also passed a polygraph okay um while vicky had been cleared in 2017 it was reported that investigators still felt that she was a person of interest quote you can't Mm -hmm. eliminate her there are still too many unanswered questions for Vicky, and I don't know if it's unusual for somebody to go off to work and say, well, I just left Lee, but I'm going to call call and check on her. Mm. Why check on her that soon after she had just left her? Which yeah. we also know that it was because there was a strong band of rain, and um, these hurricanes can produce tornadoes. Oh, yeah. That, so you don't know what's going on. So I would also yeah. probably have called. Yeah. Just to be like, you alive? The house still there? Great. Yeah also like side note lee's case was kind of snuffed from the news right away because of the hurricane and also the upcoming 1992 election is that bill's election i believe it was Mm. um we have one more suspect to talk about okay his name's oscar kearns um he has a really long name it's like oscar michael william kearns he goes by mike okay Mikey or Albus Brian anyway. Wolfric Dumbledore. Got it. We're calling him Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vicky felt like Oscar killed Lee. Okay. Evidence. That's it. I was like, <laughs> is that all our that's the reason he's a suspect? Okay. Are you ready? Yes. He was a Sunday school teacher where Lee and Vicky attended church. Mm-hmm. So immediately after reading this, I'm like, okay, she's deflecting. She's finding the the obvious person because like everything else has been telling us, hey, it might be Vicky. Right. Right. He also had horses at the same stables that Lee would go to, um, like that she would go riding at. Mm-hmm. And he would ask her to go riding with him once or twice. Mm-hmm. Also remember, there's no signs of forced entry. And that could mean that Lee knew the visitor and opened the door right. for them. Vicky right. claimed that Lee would never let a stranger inside. Right. But I grew up in the 90s and was told never to let anybody inside. So. Yeah. I, and I, I feel like us millennials have carried that through time because the Amazon guy could be here. And right. I know he needs a signature and I still will not answer the door. <laughs> so I usually don't answer the door just because it's fucking weird who comes to a door without yeah. warning you um yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop it. when i was younger we were those people that left our door unlocked and open we did not 
We did not. And we lived in a small town. Yeah. Um, which town was but it? As again? we've learned, it's the town that the um the dome, the Stephen King's book, The Dome is yeah. But I don't my mom was also just super paranoid, as we've learned throughout this podcast. So yeah. I'm sure that's why. We did leave cars unlocked though. Yeah, we left cars unlocked. But not houses. We left cars and houses unlocked. Yeah. And you lived in a small town, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, like, super rural. Yeah. Mine, too. The other, like, person I would let inside, though, is a police officer, too. So I was also thinking, like, maybe it was somebody dressed as a police officer. Oh, that's possible. Especially when you're 13. That's, you, like, uh, an In the 90s, too. Like, you're not yeah. watching true crime, you know. At, I probably was. Actually. I was. I was told I was watching true crime. And I also was told not to police officer. Yeah. Yeah. That's because my dad was a hippie, so he didn't trust police either. So. Right. Yeah. Um, I was on. I was pretty astute as a child. Yeah, you were <laughs> on it. Alive. <laughs> Nine months after Lee went missing, mm-hmm. Vicky had a baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar had a baby. <laughs> had a baby. No, he abducted a fifteen-year-old girl in Memphis. Oh. He also met this girl through church. He sexually assaulted oh. her before. Dr- I'm sorry. Let me read. Typical. This without smiling. I'm. So- it's me. Okay. In your defense for the smiling, it's not because of what he did. It's because you set that up as a storyteller right. so <laughs> fucking well. I understand why you're smiling. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Just in defense. Obviously, he's trash, and obviously, that was my very first thought when you were yeah. like, he was a Sunday school teacher, and I was like, cool, so he's, he's a trash, yep, um, dumpster fire person, so right. cool. I'm glad that I feel validated, so uh-huh. um, keep going, and I've validated why you were smiling, because it wasn't thank you. what he did. He sexually assaulted her before dropping her off at school. He pled guilty Ugh. when he was arrested, um, and he was sentenced to eight years, but only served four. My kids are never going to be left home alone, and they're never going to be with an adult. That's and not they'll me. never go to church. <laughs> never. <laughs> Unless they want to. And then yeah. I'll be like, cool, I'm doing background. I support you. Absolutely yeah. everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he was released October 1997. Gross. Okay, so this is what it's mm-hmm. similar. Um, like a 15-year-old, 13-year-old. There's not much yeah. of a difference there. Mm-hmm. Um in nineteen ninety-nine, two years after Oscar really was released from prison. Yeah. He kidnapped a married couple and raped the wife. He then served. Why another- are we letting these people back into society? Where is jailhouse justice when you need it? Yeah. He served another 20 years in prison. 20. That's it. So, 19, so he got out in 2019, 2020. Great. Well, How old is he now? Is he like, he's dead. Um, oh, great. That's even better. <laughs> Perfect. He All died in May 2021. Good. He refused to. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully <laughs> it was worse than that. Um, he refused to speak with the police um, and the FBI about Lee's disappearance. Oh, he did it. Why? Right? Maybe. Maybe. Because, okay, 
the Sunday school teacher was red flag number one. The asking her to go horseback riding is red flag number two. Cause like, but good people do that too. Like, yes. But I grew like I grew up with horse people. Horseback riding is you go either with mentors. a bunch of people. <laughs> I mean, sure, basically. But um, <laughs> um, like you would go either with a bunch of people, like a but like a group. Like if you were going to a stable, there's typically more than one or two people there that are like gonna go on a trail ride, and typically you would go out on the trail. Or you're by yourself, which you wouldn't do if you're 13. Or you would go with a friend. But like if a random older guy I kind of know asked me, I don't think I would be comfortable with that. Yeah. I don't know, though. As a kid, we're stupid. But maybe she was and maybe Vicky felt guilty that she was like or vicky was like well he goes to my church he's her sunday school teacher they're friends you know yeah yeah that's what i mean like maybe she was being sketchy and a little skeptical because she felt guilt for allowing that situation to potentially happen yeah the barney thing still irks me though why was it mailed to barney i know i know um like the other thing is like maybe Oscar was friends with Barney or something and didn't yeah. know Vicky's name. So he mailed it to Barney because he didn't know Vicky's name or right. um, I don't know. Maybe it was yeah. one of Barney's friends too, like who had come yeah. over maybe once or twice and then was kind of stalking the house or, I mean, somebody knew that she was going to be there alone because this right. is the first time. So it's not a pattern. It's nothing like that. Or the other thing would be if Vicky this is a little far-fetched, but if Vicky and if Lee was standing in the way of Vicky and Barney being together, hear me out. Maybe yeah. allegedly devil's advocate, maybe Barney was also assaulting Lee and Vicky was like jealous in that situation and then was like, well, I'm going to get rid of her. And then we can be together. But they didn't get together after that, did they? Not that I know. So why would that be a thing? So never mind. Scratch all that. Throw it out. Get rid of it. Stupid. Or maybe as planned in work or whatever. Yeah. Or that planned. Or maybe she was like, this is how I'll get him back. And then yep. failed. Um, I don't know. Could go any direction. I think Oscar is the most likely in that. Vicky and Barney are just in an unfortunate circumstances and like didn't handle it the best. Yeah. Um, if you are looking for like more information and stuff about the case, there is a six episode podcast titled hmm. 13, The Search for Leochi. Okay. And that's O C C H I. Okay. Um, and it's been featured on a few other podcasts, but that one's like a long form one with a lot of details. Yeah. I've never heard this one, so that was good. Yeah. Um, Lee is described as slender with bluish green eyes, blonde hair. Um, yeah. Any other theories? Or... I think it's whoever killed John Bonet. <laughs> the parents? Yeah. <laughs> the brother. The brother? <laughs> it was Burke. Uh... 
Yeah, I don't know. It could also, I will advocate that it could be some rando. Yeah. Like driving through town. Who knows? It's yeah. still like, who knows that she's there alone? I mean, yeah but, yeah, but you could just be watching the house and kind of like, because you know how I did that? I did that one that was um, a girl that went in the 70s from Pennsylvania and she like went she like was bringing groceries home she was like 19 and like newly married she's bringing groceries home the guy followed her in and i can't remember her name cindy not cindy lou who lindy sue yeah Bel- that Bel- one. yeah belcher yeah whatever and she got like stabbed a bunch of times and then they just caught him like last year from yeah like, a coffee he was a dj or out. something but it was yeah but it was so i went back and looked at our script because i was like did we call it like did we have we were no wrong. we didn't like we didn't it was a, someone totally different than yeah what we well i think speculated was, so right it was someone like that he like they randomly ran into each other once right at a wedding right it was something like that so like it could be a totally random because that is kind of my feeling on john bonnet too is it could have been it was Burke. A totally random. I yeah, but I don't know. I wouldn't. Okay, if you were on a jury, could you say that and like? Put it depends him in jail on if I was it? shown all the evidence. I guess that's true. Yeah, because that's how I feel. I'm like I beyond reasonable doubt. I can't say it's Burke. So yeah. beyond reasonable doubt, I can't. That's say true. It's that's very true. Specifically, as much as I agree with you that it's Burke. <laughs> <laughs> just like beyond a reasonable doubt we can't say that casey right. anthony killed a kaylee right <clears throat> i guess um <laughs> if you or anyone you know has information about the disappearance and potential murder mm-hmm. of leo g um call the tupela police or crime stoppers of northeast mississippi love it Follow us. Follow us at Mr. Reticle on TikTok, Instagram. And Instagram. And I do nothing on anything else, so don't like, bother anyone. I was like, what else do we have here? Okay, nothing. <laughs> Got it. Um, email us anything. Email us at G- Mr. Reticle at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review wherever yeah. you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, don't play with strangers. And don't trust your government. And don't trust your Sunday school teachers. Yeah, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Oh my God. Even uh, my friend Perry and I, we had that. Oh, you've met Perry. Um, yeah. We had a conversation like last year at some point we were like, cause we were involved in the church growing up and went to the same youth groups and stuff. And she was like, let's, let's figure out what happened to all the pedophiles we knew. Like they never did anything to us, but we did know a couple that got caught and like arrested and they were all, wow. char- they were all in the church, all of them. Yeah. So. Woof. <laughs> I prefer drag queens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>